705 on CJAD. Welcome to another season of Today's Entrepreneur, inspiring stories from outstanding business people. Dan Delmar with you again for another season, along with Josh Miller of Fuller Landau. Josh, it's been a few months. How are you doing? Uh, doing great. What a phenomenal summer. Yeah, it's been a beautiful summer, and uh, I can't wait for another season. This, this is our fifth season, right? Uh, we're getting somewhere around there, absolutely. Yeah. So profiling uh, outstanding entrepreneurs and uh, a couple of Montreal entrepreneurs who have been making waves not only nationally but internationally uh, are the German brothers, John and Marvin of Yay Yogurt, and they join us here in studio. Uh, John, Marvin, welcome to CJD. Thank you. Glad to be here. Great. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming in, and uh, particularly John, because I know you're a bit of in trouble with the wife. So we will have we have to send send out a happy birthday off the top of the show. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dan. A big shout out to uh, Joanne, my wife Joanne, my beautiful wife Joanne, the nicest wife in the world, and it's her <laughs> birthday today. And we want to say a nice happy birthday to Joanne, and hope she's having a great day. And I'll be home soon. Okay. Great. So we'll, let's uh, let's talk some yogurt. And why don't you guys first uh, tell us a bit about uh, Yay Yogurt for those that, that don't know? Because uh, I mean, you guys are fairly present all around Montreal. You're spreading up all over the place. But tell us about Yay. Okay. What well, you yeah. got, what do you guys do? What's the yeah. product? Just to, to get well, to it's get Yay Yogurt right. and Cafe. So we're a self serve uh, yogurt concept started here in Montreal in '08. First store was on uh, Saint Laurent Street, uh, across from. Uh, Schwartz's, I think everybody knows Schwartz's, mm -hmm. and um, that's where we first saw Yay Yogurt. Um, quickly became a quickly became a destination. We had people coming literally from all over um, Montreal, Dollar Days or Mo, Laval. Um, it was just like one store that people word of mouth, no advertising, basically marketing, great tasting yogurt. A uh, fun place to come and have self-serve yogurt, first of its kind in Montreal, and, and it just uh, attracted a lot of people. You say you say first of its kind. Is there really no other competition? And where where did this originate? Where did the idea come um, from? Originally, it's it's Korean. It's a Korean concept originally, and um, basically, the concept went from let's say Korea to Los Angeles. A lot of food concepts start in Los Angeles, and. Los Angeles uh, was the first ones to introduce, uh, the first city, that I think, to introduce, uh, from what we know, uh, frozen yogurt. And that's where we experienced it going back 2006. Uh, friends, um, business uh, acquaintances brought us out there and, and said, hey, why don't you try this frozen yogurt? Actually, we didn't, we didn't like it the first time we tried it. It was, um, I guess, an acquired taste. It was um, more of a tart taste, a, and the new yogurt. It wasn't a self-serve con concept, but nevertheless, uh, we travel a lot. You know, went back again, and you know, but the craze, you know, like a lot of crazes that start out in in California um, or anywhere, um, soon started uh, making its started making its way uh, east. And um, but you know, the minute you know we uh, we uh, had the concept out here in, in Montreal, um, people, you know, the people that are trendy and in they find the places now when you're when you're first seeing this product are you saying hey there's a there's a missing link in montreal or do you think well beyond that well beyond montreal that is when we first um found uh discovered the yogurt concept it was very early so you're talking oh five oh six oh seven this is just starting it's not even it's not even east yet it's really more in uh los angeles most of the players are in Los Angeles, and just the wave just starts coming towards the east. Uh, and we saw this coming 
um, the, over the last three years. We knew uh, today that um, although uh, we're um, one of the players here, there's many more players. There's a lot of players in the U.S., and there'll be more players coming to uh, Canada. But we always saw this coming because this is a phenom, this, this whole yogurt trend. No, and, and it absolutely is. Listen, with, uh, with certainly healthy living and the options that people want to have, but then it becomes, of course, this, this location decision. You know, it's in California, which is, of course, great. It's trendy. It's a health food, uh, certainly mecca. Healthy, yeah. Uh, then you got to find locations. Now, you're naturally, you're, you guys are from Montreal, so Montreal is a natural option. But let's talk locations for a minute. Where is the first location? Why was the first location where it was? Well, the first location uh, is uh, where the... Um... McGill. Schools, McGill. We, uh, the first location, in the classrooms. Not, well, yeah, we'd love to put them in the classrooms. we put a machine in every classroom. But basically, you, you know, you want to be where, you wanted to be where a lot of the kids. It's a young, trendy uh, experience. And, they, you, know, our, you know, our demographic, uh, Fourier, uh, is, a, um, is a young, vibrant uh, uh, crowd of, of college kids, high school kids, that embrace the yogurt big time and uh, we love the kids and we love that whole vibe that they bring to it and the whole social media that goes along with um, with yay yogurt and um, the all experience that, that kids love to uh, to do so when you're thinking locations you're thinking demographics always well you know it's everything's location 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 we could we could paint this you know our our, our, our vision is to paint the whole city and the whole country pink you know, as you've seen on the, you know, the streets of Montreal and everywhere, you know. So basically, I mean, we'll, by the time we leave the studio here, it's going to be pink too. Um, so it's good know, for radio; people can see it well. Yeah, I was very surprised when we came in today. There was no hair and makeup. You know, <laughs> I thought we'd have hair and makeup. We wore our best suits today. I mean, then you know, okay. <laughs> now you, now you guys have not been in the food business before have you like what's what's been your experience to say hey there's this food business out there we're going to attack it what was your history we've been in the food business before because we're as twins you know my mother my mother used to always say uh, we're looking at each other's plate who had more food and she says mind your own business so we've been <laughs> in the food business before no actually we've never yeah. been in the food business we are in the uh, fashion apparel business we've been in the fashion apparel business for uh, over 35 years and um, we're still in the apparel business. And this, we started off, this was a hobby. We had no intention. I mean, this was like fun. It was a good place to go hang out, meet a lot of people, and uh, eat yogurt every day. And, you know, Marv spent tons of, every night he'd go down to the, uh, when we're not traveling, he'd be at the, he'd be always uh, hanging out at the yogurt. At the yogurt. He, he's our, he was our best customer. So at the beginning, this wasn't a plan to be a full-fledged business. I'm going to build it and sell it one day it was just kind of let's see where it goes. started off with uh the the one store and then uh we uh we're gonna open maybe a couple more you know three four more and then all of a sudden a lot of people started uh asking us you guys franchising you guys franchising so that's where uh after our third store opened the third store first store st laurent and uh, pine the second store we opened was st catherine and guy and that's uh right near concordia so with that university crowd that that's key in this business talking about location 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 so you, so you guys are in the schmutz business did you fear that maybe you were getting into a business that you weren't familiar with and how did you overcome that sort of that sort of uncharted territory you know um th this was a trend and we're in the trend uh business and um uh 
You know, whether Does, whether whether it's uh, an uh, an item that you know in the shmatas, whether it's an item that we want to do in our in our garments, we recognize a trend and we jump into it. Yeah, this is totally out of our spectrum. You know, uh, we've been in the garment business. Maybe maybe we need a little more excitement now. And uh, you know, but we're looking for another challenge as well. So this is uh, we're, this yeah. has been pretty good. No, and I would imagine that there's. A lot of your experience and history in running a business is running a business. Whether depending on the product, the service, uh, you guys certainly have developed enough experience in dealing with various people and various products and various trends and various marketing to at least transplant a chunk of that knowledge over to the new place. Oh yeah, absolutely. So much of it. Absolutely. I mean, a lot. Of, you know, listen, we have a lot of experience in business. The business that we're in, in the fashion and the garment business and accessories and all the other, and any item that, you know, or opportunity that comes our way, uh, we're, we're open for opportunities, even in our garment business, whether it's in garments, whether it's in accessories, whether it's in shoes. If someone came to us with the right opportunity in um, any type of item that we think made sense, we would probably partner up with them and, and embrace it and, and, you know, and, and go with it if we yeah. thought it was great. It doesn't have to be so uh, garments. What, uh, yeah, so, and, and we've done that. Now, this one, uh, being in the, in the yogurt business, was basically taking a lot of that knowledge. The only difference here is that be, in the garment business, what we do is we sell to the retailer. And selling to the retailer is basically, we still have to run, today we have to run the retailer's business for them. We manage, we manage the, the stock positions, we replenish them, we, we do all the analytical stuff, we analyze their business. So we're running the business for them. And now you are the retailer. Right. Now we are the retailer. So what we had, which we love, we love meeting the customers. We love the fact that we can market to the customers, have direct, direct conversations with them. They tell us, uh, it's like every day people are telling us you should do that, you should do this, you should do this, and we doing we're doing everything they want, or we're going to be doing it. But they, everyone has great ideas, and I'm sure it comes with challenges equally important. Seven twenty on CJAD eight hundred. Dan Delmar and Josh Miller with uh, Fuller Landau on today's entrepreneur, and uh, we profile exciting entrepreneurs every Monday night, most Monday nights here at seven on CJAD eight hundred. And for our season premiere, we have the infamous Yay Yogurt uh, Brothers, John and Marvin Gurman. And uh, guys, earlier we were talking about how how this business got set up. And Josh, you want to sort of move into marketing? Well, I, I think it's I think we were what we left off was retail. These guys have been in the wholesale business trying to help retailers, their customers, for many years. Now they're in it themselves. So I, I kind of want to ask that question first is, how did you guys manage to maneuver and learn the retail business direct? What did you learn most from it? What changes have you made in the last few years? So I think ba basically the, um, obviously the difference is that we got to pick uh, great locations. Uh, we never had to worry about that before. And, you know, in the retail business and real estate business, location is everything. 90% of any retail business is location or even more. Not, you know, I'll say it's say 90. Could be so 80. it's not the customer experience. Let's get, to, let's get this let's get first them thing in the straight. Door. First thing straight is location, location, location. I just made that up, by the way. <laughs> Never heard of it. Okay. So it's... It, you know, we could do all the advertising, you know, we can do the greatest marketing jobs, we can do, we have the greatest, greatest product, but if you don't have the right location, especially in our type of business, you know, and there's a guy that's a block away, could be two stores down, three stores down, and he's just got a, that, that location, you're going to lose business, especially to a competitor. So, and we've made, listen, 
You're always going to make location errors or bad Absol- judgments. I was just going to say you beat me to it. Ah, we've made we've made a couple of uh, mistakes. I won't say mistakes. We 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 lost a couple of good spots that you know that we wanted and we should have taken. Um, and you know we beat ourselves up uh, a lot about it. And um, but we get back on the horse and and we keep going. So you are going to make you are going to you're not you can't you're not perfect and you are going to make those errors. But you get up and you keep going. You know we have a saying: you go, you get. You don't go, you don't get. Now, I feel like your strategy is to really hit all the, the trendy commercial areas in Montreal because every, uh, you know, uh, I'm in the Monkland Village and I see you guys there on St. Catherine. You're sort of hitting all of those those trendy spots. Is that, is that part of your strategy? Yeah, but, yeah. It's it's John again speaking. I'm not even let Marvin speak <laughs> here, but we'll get to Marvin soon. It's called the John German Show here right now. All right, so listen. So yeah, uh, you know, our our strategy is to um, get listen. We know where we want to be. We know where we know we want to be where there's a lot of traffic. We first want to be where a lot of traffic is. Part of our image, we have a sophisticated um, yogurt experience. I don't even like to call them yogurt shops. We are a sophisticated yogurt experience where we want people to come there. We want people to lounge. We want people to enjoy the experience. We have you know free Wi-Fi. We have you know. Uh, coffee we're going to get it we'll talk to you guys later about our crepes that we have and all our alternative products but we want that experience for people to be like you know if you go to starbucks it's that type of thing you know and um that's what we're trying to chase so the locations that we're picking are trendy very trendy locations uh from the inner city the urban locations like that and going out towards the um the suburbs you know we want to also pick pick the right spots but marvel like if it fit in there no, and, and I think the location is a huge part of your marketing aspect. And I think when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about more, maybe a little social media and how you get your message out to the customers. Are we going to bring to another commercial? Another commercial, then back with more we from have done John a Yay and Yogurt Marvin. commercial. <laughs> John and Marvin Gurman from Yay Yogurt. Today's Entrepreneur on CJAD 800. 735 on CJAD 800. Dan Delmar and Josh Miller of Fuller Landau with you for today's Entrepreneur, inspiring stories from outstanding business people. We start our, our fifth season uh, here Monday nights at 7 on CJAD, Josh. And uh, a couple of, of real characters, uh, the Yay Yogurt Twins, John and Marvin Gurman, are with us. And uh, how? first of all, let's deal with some of the, the family dynamics here. Now, you guys are twin brothers. How does it work when you face a problem in business? We ask this a lot of our with our entrepreneurs. When you face a problem and you're just at a, at a deadlock, is there someone to break the tie? Or do you guys find that you agree more often than not? I think we always agree to agree. So uh, we ne- never an issue, really. We don't, I don't think we have ever had a real issue. Uh, we're we, we have we have we have uh, some good advisors around us too. It's always good to have you know, good advisors, and uh, we have in-house advisors and uh, outside uh, advisors. Maybe not as good as Full Orlando, but uh, pretty good. <laughs> unpaid. Look at that. I <laughs> gave what, you an unpaid what, advertising. What, what, what about your roles? I mean, you guys do you overlap a lot? Do you guys have your strengths uh, that you kind of one does? more marketing and talking i don't know who that would be <laughs> and the other one is maybe a little bit more admin think, or maybe concentrates on other parts of the business i think um john gravitates to the marketing loves the marketing and uh i think i'm more um sales uh, driven i look for more locations um franchisees the franchisee opportunities i deal with that and uh we leave the marketing not that john can't do all that because he's uh 
But Marvel likes doing the likes to go and work with the uh, franchisees and uh, likes to do the locations. Yeah, I get excited about a good location. That gets me really, really excited. You find the and I like more. I get excited about marketing that good location. Yeah. Okay, so it's a win-win. Exactly. So did you? Were you guys always in business together? Going back to when you were kids, is this? Uh, is this how you? Yeah, my fa- you know, in the garment business, my father um, started our our garment business, and it was a small business that. Uh, and then we came in. Uh, you know, we were younger, seventeen years old, and uh, you know, we learned uh, actually everything. Uh, you know, we uh, we know that started. He gave us our start, and um, basically, uh, my him, he was a um, a one man a one man show. My mother was in the uh, Zelda. My mother Zelda. Was uh, in the uh, hi ma. It was a, <laughs> she. They worked hard. They 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 worked hard, and uh, you know they did everything they can to support the family. And uh, and and then we came into the business. My father had now he had sales power. Uh, he had the two of us out in the road, and and basically we built the business with him. It seems like there's a lot of uh, mutual respect and, and understanding, and you you understand that there's there's people involved, and there's they're important to the team to the aspect of success. Tell us a little bit about your human resource side of the business, and was it is it difficult to find people? How much do you rely on your team? Let, let's start. Well, let's start when you when you first got into this, and you were building the team at the outset because your guys' knowledge of this particular sector was lacking. What's your first step? You, you try to find uh, start hiring people that can help, and uh, you know it doesn't always happen uh, with the first person you hire. It could take. It usually happens. My feeling after the third try, you finally connect and you find the right people. Very rare that there's the first person you hire. It does happen. I'm not saying it doesn't, but uh, did it happen with you? Uh, with me? Well, with 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 yeah, with us. Yeah, we we were. Yeah, my father was. Uh, yeah, he got lucky with us. <laughs> yeah. I meant when you guys were looking for for your team. Ah, uh, for our team, it, no. It's it, it. Listen, it's uh, we have um, we have a great team, but it, it, it takes time, and uh, we're, we're always looking to uh, grow our team and get better. It's very, it's a big challenge to get the, the the right people. Not easy. Very very difficult. It's it, it's, a, it's a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. But if you uh, the people help, if you get the right people, it really uh, makes the difference. In in looking at you know you guys working together for a long time, do you guys have similar management styles or philosophies? And what would that be? Yeah, we're we're, we're pretty uh, we're twins. Are you yeah. open? You're twins. We're, we're twins. very open, and uh, we think quite we think the same. So uh, the one thing the one thing you know that we look for is we want to find people that are you know better than we are. At, there's people that are right. better than we are at a lot of things that. We're not great at, like I'm not a I, details. I really can't big picture. Yeah, details on it. You know, that's why we need you know the um, the, the great people uh, around us and smarter than us at those things. And and um, it's it's very important that um, someone it's people who could take 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 that position and run with it. Where do you I, find them? Where where have you well, been fortunate you know, to find some of them? Come out of uh, operations that are maybe not in the yogurt business, but in the in the food business. Like you know, they could come out of um, you know a coffee chain. And uh, hi, Mitch. I know Mitch is in the background there, and you know he works with us in operations, and you know he's doing a great job for us and opening the stores uh, from Toronto to uh, New Brunswick. Hey, Mitch, how's about shout out, man? Not bad, eh? He's on his BlackBerry pretty, working, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in the in the other studio listening to the rock show. Okay, look at that. Um, so you got to have great people around you that come from the uh, the environment that you know you 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 want to put them in. And so how, how many people are you today at Yay Yogurt? Fifteen, but 15 you know corporate corporate. 
Right. Not in the, that's not including people in the stores. That's kind of, that's corporate head, head office. office. Okay. And um, a lot of you know we're fortunate because there's no way that you could do what we're doing without if we didn't have the backing of J Corp. Uh, both financially and the infrastructure of, of the team that we have there from uh, um, our, CEO, our COO, I'll give Jack a call out there, and um, uh, other, our other staff, our whole other staff at uh, J Corp, uh, who, uh, everyone that pitches in to help Yay Yogurt. So you, can you imagine doing this startup without all that support? Impossible. It's, uh, it's not, not impossible. Not impossible. Nothing's impossible. So I, uh, slap me. Nothing's impossible. That was but, not his brother. He actually. Yeah, I slapped myself. <laughs> it's not possible. We can't grow as fast as, let's say, we're growing, and we don't want to grow too fast. But you, you, you wouldn't be able to do it if you don't have the, the you know, the infrastructure. Forget it. If you don't have the infrastructure or the finances, to, you wouldn't be able to do it as fast. Impossible. Now, you guys, and I know we spoke a little bit about location, but there's a lot of the community that's just surrounding. What do you guys think, and what's your philosophy about community give back and and how has that entered your corporate picture? Well, um, we always gave back to the community, always, big time. It's a big priority for us. Always giving it from from the time we stay, were in the, uh, you know, in the clothing, started in the clothing business was big to all, uh, all the charities. And but and you, you almost don't have a choice because when you're out there and you're getting hit up by everybody. So, you know, but it, it's not it's not an issue. You know, if we're if we're doing well. If we're doing well, we're giving back. By the way, we're not doing that well yet, and yay, we're just investing the money. So don't call us yet. <laughs> but but there is tomorrow, and I know you guys. When you got into it, it's a hobby, but it's become a business. So and and it also started in California. So there is some international aspect to it. It's not just going to be Montreal. Are there plans? Like what what is the goal for the beyond Montreal? Well, right now we're uh, we're in Montreal. We're in Toronto. We're, uh, we've opened up in Halifax, uh, New Brunswick, upstate New York, Boston, uh, San Diego, and uh, soon to be uh, Brooklyn. So I think uh, for Canada, we're going to go right across Canada. So that, that's on the table. What's the and biggest challenge when you're looking for that next location not in your hometown? I think we're a franchise uh, operation. So um, our biggest challenge is finding the right partners, for, uh, area developers, uh, to, to help us grow those territories. So, um, find, you know, the same thing, like finding great uh, people, uh, employees to help our business on that side. We've got to find great franchise partners to help us grow this thing. Have you found there's a city that's the easiest or best to do business? And conversely, is there one that's really difficult? Well, I think um, Tor Toronto, Toronto be, in Canada, uh, yeah. Toronto is definitely going to be our toughest challenge, but. We love that challenge. We're coming to Toronto. Watch out, all you yogurt, uh, whatever yogurt, other yogurt stores. Right. Watch yeah. them out, baby. We're coming. We'll Yay's be on. Uh, uh, We're doing. Uh, yeah, we'll actually we'll be on uh, breakfast television Wednesday morning at six uh, six a.m. for you for your early risers. But we don't. But we're but we're at CJD Marv right now. But listen. Okay. The other thing is, but to answer your question, uh, we love we love the Maritimes. We love the Maritimes. We love we love uh, we love Canada. We love every every inch of it. We're going to the Yukon. We're going to Northwest Territories. We're coming. Yeah, we we <laughs> get hit up from uh, all over the world today. Uh, people interested in uh, we actually we got hit up today from India. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. 
But yeah, so we're going to go all over Canada. Like I said, you, I'm going to send my son Cole all the way out to the Yukon for a while. He's seven, uh, 18. He's 18 years old. And he'll take the Yukon. I'll give him the franchise for Yukon and stuff like that. Yeah. Even though, you know, I got, you know, but we, we, we need, we need, listen, there's, we have a lot of opportunities for a lot of, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and a lot of people that want to, that want a business, that want to work. We've now, we've created business. So if there are people out there that want to uh, get into business, reach out to us. I, I think, and, and franchising has become a huge aspect. And that's something we haven't touched upon yet. But when we come back, I know franchising yeah. is going to be and an I'm important not aspect one store, of, our, Josh. of our next. Oh, yeah. Even, even more. I'll give them a territory. <laughs> It's all about location, right, John? Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we'll delve into franchising with Nick Moraitis, tax partner at Full Lando. That's after the break. So any questions, if you have one for franchising, send us a quick text message to 514-800. Today's entrepreneur on CJAD 800, John and Marvin Gurman of Ye Yogurt are our guests. And when we left, uh, we, I think we've established that a good part of the marketing for Ye Yogurt is location, location, location. I'm pretty sure we got that yeah, down yeah, pat. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, but wait, beyond wait. that. Josh, and location. I, I'm, I'm well aware of that. And beyond that, other than location, is there's got to be other aspects. There's got to be either social media. Uh, I don't know if you guys do print or other. I mean, of course, there's the cars. What what marketing aspects have you ventured into? Anything that, that worked really well or anything that maybe didn't work so well? well? I think from day one, we've been on the social media thing for sure. That, that's been huge for us. And every day we're updating it. We're posting everything that we do, what's happening in the A world. Do you measure it? Do you know if there's a benefit to it? We're always measuring it. We have guys, our analysts are measuring it all the time. We're on top of this, Josh. <laughs> yeah, well, we have close to 9,000 uh, likes on our Facebook, which is, is pretty pretty good. Yeah. Hey, guys, what do you think? Very good. Yeah, it's pretty good. And, you know, listen, social media, we have kids. Our kids are 17, 18 uh, years old, and uh, we get a lot of feedback from that. My daughter Raquel, she does the yay the yay yogurt uh, Instagram. Um, we love hanging out with we love hanging out with the kids, and we have so much fun with. I I I do. I don't want to tell, say I like hanging around with the kids better than I do with the adults. But you, you can even catch us on a Saturday night in one of our stores making waffle bowls, hanging out there, speaking to the customers, and uh, we really enjoy that too. Getting the feedback. Well, certainly, as you mentioned, your demographic that you, I mean, is certainly all ages, but with the use of social media works. What about other than social media? Is there anything more conventional or non-conventional? Well, you know, John is our uh, marketing expert here. Um, so I'll let John answer. But Marv, you've been doing all the talking, so no, okay, I'll take it from here. So listen, so but listen, I love marketing. Okay, I love coming up with, and you know what? You have to really, really do things out of the box, and you got to really do things that are that the next you don't think expect the next person to do and stuff like that. If you got to, because you got to make a difference between yourself and and all the other clutter out there, and, and rise above it. So you know, I just I, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm um, a great marketer or anything. I think I was born, you know, with like coming up with these ideas and stuff like that, and I'm able to now express them being in, uh, in the retail business and directing it right to the public. I've always had these ideas, but you know, being in the wholesale business, I wasn't able to um, execute them like I am today. And executing them today in the retail business is really, you see now what's coming out. It's like, I'm, I'm like, you know, like, um, it's all coming out of me. He's about to burst. I'm about to burst. All, and I don't, have, I don't have red blood, I have pink blood, okay? <laughs> 
So, um, what, do you, was, do you, what was the do question outsource, again, Josh? Exactly. Do you outsource your marketing, or you keep everything internally? Like you bouncing ideas off of various. Yeah, everything's internally. We have um, a, just a couple of a couple of people around us, and um, we we start with one idea, and then uh, so if it was the pink, you know, the pink cars. I mean, I came up with the pink car. You know, um, for uh, just before uh, Grand Prix, and it had nothing to do with Grand Prix weekend. I, I just woke up one morning and said, "This is what I want to do," um, and I and and I did it. And then Grand Prix weekend was coming. John and Marvin German of Yay Yogurt sounds like they're having a lot of fun, right? Well, so well, well, more with them on today's Entrepreneur 750 on today's Entrepreneur Dan Delmar and Josh Miller of Fuller Landau with our guests John and Marvin German of Yay Yogurt, and we bring into the conversation Nick Moraitis, tax partner at Fuller Landau. How you doing, Nick? Very well yourself. Good, good. So most of the Yay locations are franchises, so it's appropriate, Josh, that we delve into to franchising. I think there there's so many aspects to this this topic because it's not just it's franchises, no question. It's also a startup business. It's also a family business. So I think there's there's so many topics going through Nick's mind. We'll kind of let him talk a little bit about a few of those topics, and uh, it's we'll hard just for kinda, me to do, Josh. Wind him up and go. <laughs> but I figured that being that the season was starting, we were looking at well, what if you're starting a business, whether you're acquiring one or acquiring a franchise, or you're just starting brand new. Uh, obviously, if you're starting brand new, lots of discussion, lots of decisions you have to make. Do I do it? Should it be a company? Should it be my own business? Should it be a partnership? If you're acquiring a business, such as a franchise, um, you're usually going into a corporate environment. It's easier to finance. Um, and you're usually looking to either sometimes pay a lump sum amount up front and or a royalty on sales going down f f over, over time. So what are you looking at is, well, if I'm paying something up front, do I ever get to write that amount off over time? And the tax rules will allow you to write some, some of that cost off over time. If I'm having to borrow money to acquire this asset, will I get my interest written off? Because there's special, very special rules. It's stuff that you have to look at. If you're doing it all alone, then you're sole shareholder, then that's usually a, a, an easy decision to do who's going to be the shareholder of the company. But nowadays, with a lot of the tax planning, you sometimes have to look harder. Should you be the sole shareholder? Should the family be involved? Should you be starting to look at family trust if you have a lot of confidence in the franchise? But what if it's you and a couple of guys or gals getting together and you're, you're going to be partners in this and, and you're going through a corporate vehicle? Well, should we be looking at who's going to be the shareholders? What's the percentages? Then you're talking about shareholders agreements. What happens if I'm working and you're not? And what happens if I want to leave at five and you're going to stay and work at seven? All these rules come in. And that's all part of that business initiation as to what I want to do. And you're just drawing this on a piece of paper at that stage. Uh, John Marvin, I mean, you guys, I mean, even though we're talking a lot about the, you know, the marketing and the, the, the fun aspect, there's certainly the behind-the-scenes structure side of it. Uh, that's something I presume that was forefront in your mind at some point early on when you're kind of getting into this this hobby, so to speak. Yeah, no, it's a great great point because yeah, a lot a lot of the stuff a lot of stuff is um, the fun stuff. I even tell my people when we're doing the marketing, it's fun, but we gotta we gotta drive sales. We gotta drive pe customers into the into the stores. So the you know the it's very important that we everything we do is thinking in our heads. How do we drive the customer to the store? It's very important. And that's why for the month of October, that when we sell our, when you come in and get a crepe, we got crepes coming. We're going to be a free coffee for the month of October with every crepe that you buy. Well, Thanks for bringing that up, Nick. Okay, but we always have to think about. You always have to think about what you you know how you're going to get sales because the sales pay for the marketing. 
So you need you need always thinking how you're driving customers to the store, which brings us up to we're going to have some specials on yogurt. We, <laughs> that part we got. Sorry, Nick. Nick, Sorry, we'll, we'll let you continue. Uh, that's okay. Um, Did I answer your question? I don't even know if I answered your well, question. Well, we were talking a little bit more about structure. But, and uh, one, uh, one of the, uh, I guess, another little added uh, viewpoint, if you already have a business and now you're looking to acquire another business, whether in, in, in this case you went from garment industry into the food industry, um, that means there is already probably a corporation. There's already shareholders. You're not getting into another business. There's a whole bunch of tax uh, issues now that kick up. Um, there's usually special concessions on the tax rates for business existing businesses on the first half a million dollars of profits of a business. Now you're getting into a second business. Well, that half a million gets shared between these two businesses all of a sudden. Unless you start looking at the shareholdings and start seeing who's doing the work. See, can you divide that so you get these favorable rates? And when you're getting these favorable rates and you're borrowing money to invest, it, it, that means there's more cash after tax to go and reduce your bank debt. So that becomes a, a serious consideration, especially when you're looking to start a business when you already have one existing. More on franchising with Nick Moretis of Fuller Landau, as well as John and Marvin Gurman of Yay Yogurt. 7.57 on today's Entrepreneur Remaining Moments with John and Marvin Gurman of Yay Yogurt. And Nick Moretis here with us, Josh, to talk about uh, franchising from Fuller Landau. Uh, any any one or two other aspects quick before we yeah, start? Two, get two quick things on franchising. If When you are paying for an amount uh, to, to get that initial franchise, don't get it into your head that that's an immediate write-off uh, against your initial profits. It's something that the government will allow you to write off over a period of time. And if it's an indefinite franchise, you're basically amortizing it, give or take 5% a year. So it's going to take a while. Um, the second thing is when you're doing the negotiation and get the franchise rights, you have to look at uh, what those rights entail. Quite a few people, especially getting into a lot of franchises, will hold the franchise rights in a corporation that's separate from the corporation that's actually operating the business of the franchise. So if that biz uh, corporation that's operating the business at the franchise it's such at, at such and such a location doesn't do well and has to shut down, when the creditors come in, the the rights to, say, operate Yay Yogurt is sitting in another company and that may allow you to open up somewhere else. Obviously, that's a detail, a, a very big detail that's got to get negotiated. That's the two things I would look out for in franchising. Uh, and I think there's there's so many aspects of franchising that we just can't get to them all. But as we come to the end of the show, uh, you know, as, as we've done many times in the past, we're going to turn to... Uh, Marv and, and John uh, separately, and I don't know who will jump in first. It's a mystery. Uh, <laughs> but but if you look at you guys, and if you had to give one piece of advice to today's entrepreneur, what would that advice be? Oh, be prepared to work. Yeah, if you're not prepared to work, uh, um, don't don't get don't get into it. You you, you know uh, the franchise um, is the concept could be a great concept. Uh, you can have a great location uh, as well. That really helps a lot. But you have to uh, drive your business on top. Be on top of your business like any other business. You gotta, you gotta drive. You gotta push that business to, to make it work. Yeah, so almost as similar to what Marv's saying is that uh, to anybody who's, who's um, uh, um, a license, uh, franchisor, not the franchisee. I'll talk to the franchise. Anyone that's thinking of franchising their business out. The franchisee, who is your greatest asset, can also be your worst enemy. So you got to really take care of your franchisees. But you, if we've we've learned that the franchisees out there, they depend a lot. They depend too much on the franchisors, 
And what ha and no matter how much you do, if they those franchisees don't run their stores, don't market their stores, don't do community events and everything, okay, they're not the franchisees not doing their job. So it, both parties have to do their job. And I think Dan, easy to the takeaway today is wow, certain passion, enthusiasm, love your business, and lots of fun, work hard, lots yeah. of fun. Josh, thanks very much. Thanks to Marvin and John from Yay and Nick Moretus as well. We're back in two weeks, Josh, for today's entrepreneur. Correct.